Put your hands together. 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 What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to the UCB. So I'm gonna do it. What's up? Good to see you. How are you? What's up? Good to see you. How are you? What's up? Good to night jacket. Great jackets over here too. What's up? How are you? I just want to shake everybody's hand. I look like a dad who's also a contractor. So I just wanted to say hello to everybody. Just thanks for your solid work. I really appreciate. You gave me a good deal on that earlier, so I appreciate it. Good measurements. Thank you so much. What's up? Great jacket. Hello. How are you? Where's that person? The bathroom? They're supposed to be here right now. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I want to so bad. I just feel like... That would be so terrible. Thanks for being here. Reprimand them when they get back. I've done that, and now when they walk across the stage, they're going to be like... <laughs> What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to Put Your Hands Together with me, Rhea Butcher. Cool. There's a bunch of comics backstage. They can hear you. Why don't you let them hear it? Yes. Yes! This is great. I love this. I'm glad there's haircuts here and stuff. There's a, like a smattering of haircuts. Jackets with collars. Shoes. I see you. Where's my queer folks at? The whole room, I take it. I see. My job here is done. I have completed my agenda. Now, on to the presidency. If I became president, I would straight up wear this shit. Like, for real. This is the shit I would wear. Like, I don't know. I've gotten off of Twitter, but I'm sure you guys have seen the stupid bull like viral thing from, what was that, a month ago? It was really like three days ago when somebody was like shaming Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, who like her Twitter handle is like Ocasio2018. I'm like, come on, girl, just change that to 2020. Let's get this shit over with. <laughs> like, let's just skip ahead. We've all got fast forward on our phones these days. Like, let's just do it. That's how old I am. I said fast forward. Nobody <laughs> calls it that. Uh... But like some some jerk took a photo of her from behind and was like, that isn't the coat and jacket of a lady who struggles. And then was like, no, 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 I'm gay. It's fine. I can do that. Like, let's not let's not do that defense anymore. <laughs> but also, I just want to see her just like wear whatever, like what. Any, anyways, this isn't a joke. I'm just <sighs> just run for president. You will win. You will win. You will win in those glasses. You will win in those glasses. <laughs> Fashion bug for president. You know what I mean? I want a president that shops at Dress Barn. <laughs> or was born from a person who once shopped at Dress Barn. I still have a pair of pajama pants from Fashion Bug. And you will have to rip those things from my cold, dead hands. That's for sure. Cold, dead legs. 
which would then mean the pajama pants aren't very effective. From my warm dead legs, you'll have to pull those very comfortable. <laughs> they do have period stains all over them. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm still good. I mean, to be totally real, these jeans I'm currently wearing have period stains all over them. Thank you. I'm on whatever day it is, third day of it, and that is the day where I'm just like, all right, it's over. I just stopped using tampons. I'm like, nope, it's not happening anymore. It is not happening! I'm like, this is the usual amount of whatever that is. Nope, nope, it's still my period. Great. I'll tell you, there's no amount of crystals you can purchase to stop it. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I did comedy in a crystal shop once. The crystals liked it, but the crystals merchants were like, what's happening? I did talk about my period then, too. Like, well, we do have this candle, if you... I wrote a bunch of stuff down, and I don't want to talk about it at all. (laughs) Because this was a lot more fun, just shaking your hands and then talking about my period. God, do I love talking about my period. I just like talking about it, because, like, how fun is it to see a person that looks like this, just like, I free bleed all the time. (laughs) Because I feel like dudes are like... I can relate to this. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> uh, I did come up with a fun, a fun game um, that I, I like to do, like a little prank. I just go into the grocery store and just go, where are my kids? <laughs> And then somebody's like, you lost your kids? What do they look like? Oh, they're real small. Um, They come in a bunch of different colors. They're sour and then they're sweet. (laughs) Are you talking about Sour Patch Kids? (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking for my kids. (laughs) That person really liked it. Yes! Look, I'm just gonna sit and watch for a second. (laughs) No, we all like it! It's so great! Like, everybody, you like it, right? I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not the joke, her laughing. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Her laughing way better than the joke. (laughs) Isn't it fun to experience somebody else's joy? It's like long distance tickling. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh my God, I love recovery laughs. That's my favorite shit. I used to have a friend who like, we started this game, which was you weren't allowed to recovery laugh and you would make each other laugh like really hard, like slumber party hard. You know what I'm talking about? like two in the morning you're like raging on my kids sour patch kids and (laughs) then you like make somebody laugh and they 
are not emitting any tones whatsoever. Just under the fold-out bed, like... Like that kind of a laugh. And then at the end of it, because you do that, and then you'd be like, ah, ah, that thing you weren't allowed to do. Oh, it is an existential crisis, I will tell you. When you get to the end of a good laugh, and then you're like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> Uh, it's pretty good. It's like walking into a glass door at a mall or something. <laughs> oh. Yep, whatever. Too much. Too much. Everybody have a good meal-based holiday? I fucking know what to call that shit anymore. <laughs> I didn't cook at all. I just like walked into somebody else's house. Sat my ass down ate their food and I fucking left. It's my whitest holiday I've ever had. <laughs> I colonized this party. It's a white person's party so it's a bit of a wash, you know, understand? I don't know if I should talk about my period more. We do need to get this show started and we have a lot of comics on it. I don't know, I'm just gonna talk about how I used a diva cup once. Okay, great. I use uh, OB tampons. What's up? I order them on the internet and they're shipped to my house and every time it's like, it doesn't, the, the, the text telling me that they're coming to my house doesn't start with OB tampons. It starts with digital tampon. And every time I'm confused. And then I remember, oh, fingers are digits. Right. Right. Because <laughs> every time my brain is just like, what is, what, what, what? Does it tell time? The only time I care about is how much more is left of this. <laughs> so, usually when I tell people that I'm an OB man. <laughs> Ooh, that one got you. Uh, somebody gets upset. Sort of crystals based type of person in the back of the room. It's like, try a diva cup! I was almost ridden out of San Francisco on a rail for using tampons. <laughs> the thing is, I have tried a Diva Cup. Somebody gave me one for free at a show. <laughs> My life is weird. She was doing a Diva Cup-based outreach. She gave me one. I took it home, put it on a shelf, waited a bunch of months till I was good and ready. That weekend came, I was home alone for the weekend. Don't know why I needed the apartment to myself. <laughs> but it felt as though I did. So I lit some candles. <laughs> Put in the diva cup, set the timer, because you gotta be your own pit crew for this situation. 
Timer goes off. I'm like, it's go time. Time to take this bad boy out. So, go to the bathroom. Start trying to take this Diva Cup out. This Diva Cup does not want to come out. It ain't ready. So I start some deep breathing exercises. Just telling myself, everything's fine. You've got so much time. You've got the whole apartment. But then, you know, in those stressful situations, like stressful thoughts come up and your brain starts like just telling you things you don't want it to tell you. So I'm just in the bathroom, just going like, everything's fine, everything's fine. Nope, we don't need to think about our student loans right now. (laughs) We don't need to, here's what we're gonna do. When this is all over, guess what? We'll treat ourselves by looking at the balance. I bet it's gonna be lower than you think. (laughs) That doesn't do it. I try pulling on a little tab on the bottom. I know it's not gonna do anything, but I give it a shot anyways. I start pulling on it, and I really just turn myself into one of those sticky hands that you get outside of the grocery store. <laughs> or the guy in the hand in that situation. And then it gets real rough, and I just start walking the apartment, just moaning like I'm in labor in a field somewhere. <laughs> Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> and I did get it out eventually. I found the power to reach deep inside of myself. (laughs) They come in sizes is the thing, and this person at my show didn't tell me this. They come in sizes. But uh, big fan of OB tampons. Big, big fan. Bought some recently, got on a plane, stuck them in my bag, got in the plane, and then uh, got to cruising altitude, and I knew it was time to switch it out. So I did that thing that we all do. Almost done. (laughs) Do that thing that we all do. We're taught to do it. We all do it. Stuck my hand in that bag. Fished around for a tampon. Found one. And I stuck it up my sleeve. (laughs) And then I pushed it down my sleeve. And around the back of my shirt. And then down my other sleeve. So no one would see my shame. I was like, no. No, 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 not anymore. Not anymore. We've been hiding what other people think is disgusting for all too long, and it hasn't gotten us anywhere. So guess what? I'm going to be fucking disgusting all the fucking time, because number one, it's not even disgusting, and number two, fuck you! I'm going to be disgusting! So I took that shit out, and I stuck it on my knee, and I made eye contact with everybody in the cabin of that motherfucking plane. There will be blood, motherfuckers. <laughs> Capitalist scum! <laughs> you guys want to watch some comedy? Yeah! Awesome. We have a great show. This first comic, one of my friends. Absolutely love him. Uh, just so stoked to have him here. Please war- get a warm welcome for Jared Logan, everybody. What's up, Put Your Hands Together listeners? I don't know if you know this about me, Rhea Butcher, your host, but I love my Tomboy X underwear. It's the most comfortable underwear I've ever owned. And they also support the community. And they have all kinds of different models, different sizes, different genders, different everything. So it's time to stop wearing underwear that doesn't make you feel confident. Underwear that's got more frills than function or some old underwear your mom got you to fem you up. It's time to wear underwear that's made to fit you and how you see yourself. Tomboy X. 
Regardless of where you fall on the size or gender spectrum, Tomboy X offers amazing underwear that anybody feels comfortable in. From bikinis, briefs, and boxer briefs to trunks and boy shorts, soft bras, and racerback bras. From everyday basic colors to brilliant colors and fun seasonal prints. From extra small to 4X, they've got what you need. So go to TomboyX.com slash cam and check out their special bundles and pack pricing and put your hands together listeners get an extra 15 percent off with code cam again code cam for an extra 15 percent off ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of tomboy x underwear go to tomboyx.com slash cam Yes, we're going to keep doing. We're going to keep the show rolling with another comedian. How does that sound? Fantastic. Guess what? This comedian is also a good friend of mine and also one of my absolute favorites. Excuse me? Was that a sneeze or was that someone saying the name Chris as a cough? It what? I think that person just disappeared. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I had that happen to me one time. I know I'm in the middle of introducing a comedian, but I have to reset the room, so I'm going to say something. <laughs> one time, I'm a sober person. I don't drink anymore. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give it up for sober people. Great. Fuck yeah. Anyway, so I went to a place that had beer, and I was like, do you have any non-alcoholic beer? Which is a funny name for something that I can have as an alcoholic, because it's called non-alcoholic beer. And if I was a non-alcoholic, I could probably have a beer. Anyway. And this woman goes, yeah, which is a great way to respond to something that you asked for. She's like, you know, what me and my dad used to call non-alcoholic beer. And I was like, do tell. She goes, yeah, we used to call it queer beer. In the middle, she realized her fucking gigantic mistake that she was making to another fucking human being <laughs> to their very queer face. So she walked away and uh, never came back. I think she was just walking the earth, you know? It's like that namaste lifestyle and stuff, so. Cheers, Shirley, whatever. All right, you ready to keep the show rolling? I sure am, great, fantastic. This next comic is not just a friend of mine, not just a friend of the show, but also one of my favorite comedians. Give it up for Candy Lawrence, everybody! You know? Crazy. I know everyone's like, did Marilyn Monroe come back from the dead? <laughs> I'm kidding. I know I look like a goodwill manager. I truly do. I truly do. I'm actually so mad at my friend right now because um, he said something so rude to me. He was asking what music I was listening to. I was like, Kendrick. He was, oh, really? You look like you listen to Enya. <laughs> Rudest, we're never speaking again, honestly. Never. My name is Candy, not 
Chris. Um, call back. <laughs> All right. Um, Candy. Like, I do sometimes sit around and be like, oh my God, that's so weird. My name is Candy. You know? You would, right? <laughs> I've heard it all. I've heard all of the songs, but the best response I ever got when I told someone my name, she was like, Candy. Oh, oh my God. Well, I had a horse named Candy. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> like, the only name that's better than mine is Kitty. You know? Like, right? She's like, name's Kitty, but you can call me Kithrin. <laughs> Picture Kithrin, she's got like boot cut capris, <laughs> boot cut sleeves. <laughs> oh my god, so much flair. You should see her. <laughs> oh man, I'm uh, I'm doing good. I, I'm doing good. I'm broke, but I'm good. I've been buying, oh yeah, you know, you guys know. Um, I've just been buying a whole lot of followers, so <laughs> my money is drained, you shithead. Um, I don't know if you could tell, but I'm a manager and I'm single and ready to get shingle. <laughs> right? Oh my God, and it's by choice. I mean, there's always women flocking around me being like, would you like to get some herbal tea? I'm like, no, 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 I can't. I'll be at CrossFit. Um, like, I'm really out of the game. Like, if I, this is me asking someone out. Um, hey, have you, uh, have you been out, outside? Have you been outside? Um, I'd love to take you out. Have you been to Hidden Valley Ranch? <laughs> I hear it's beautiful this time of year. <laughs> and ranchy. Uh, and raunchy, if you're into it. Um, I am a lesbian, but don't worry, it's just a phase. <laughs> it's not. Um, it's not a phase. It's a 38-year-old phase. And it's gonna continue going till I pass. Um, <laughs> but, like, I was in the closet for a long time, and I was terrible at it. Like, nobody believed me. Like, this is me when I was trying to get everyone to believe that I'm straight. I mean, I just love hunks. <laughs> Go ahead, arrest me. <laughs> I love hunks. I love cowboy hunks. World of Warcraft hunks. You know, joystick. <laughs> Man. You know, I was uh, watching Mike and Molly the other day. In my high heels! <laughs> then I went to Coach to buy a bag. Couldn't find anything there, so then I went to Juicy Cooter. <laughs> <laughs> Single! Um, right, right. <laughs> I'm like so out of practice that like I went into the pleasure chest, uh, the sex toy shop, and I ordered a fidget spinner. <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> Ow, you know, <laughs> don't do it. Um, I, I like being single and I think I might be for a little bit more, but you know, I'm open. Um, and 38, and I feel like by the time I have sex again, I'm just gonna 
Like, do, I want to do a one-night stand, you know? And then I just want a power walk of shame right out of there. Because I got to get my exercise in, honey. And then as soon as I get home, I'm going to text them, you up? <laughs> it's 7 a.m. I need breakfast. <laughs> I love a good scramble. <laughs> I don't need this. <laughs> Honestly, it's oh, glad I have it. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> oh, man. My longest relationship um, was 10 years um, with my therapist. And I truly believe in therapy. Like, my therapist has a therapist. And I have a service animal. And my service animal has a service animal. It's just a gerbil with a purse and a bunch of Xanax. Come on! Things are chill, honey. I'm like, Brenda, no, you're an addict. <laughs> She's all small. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, man. I already got the light, so um, I'll just do uh, another 40 minutes. I'm rude. <laughs> I'm kidding. I won't. Um, my, my fridge passed away. Yeah, it died, which is just so annoying because I just went shopping and all of the food went bad. Like, the broccoli was like, I'm bad. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> Yogurt was like, come and get me. <laughs> Who am I? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to do a one, uh, one quick character. Um, you know that person? Nobody knows them. Um, <laughs> That person that doesn't know how to use air quotes. Like, air quotes, right? <laughs> like, come on. Hey! Oh, God, you guys are too much, right? Too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, so stupid. Ah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I gotta get out of here. But if anyone wants to buy my website on GoDaddy, it's www.com. I've been Candy Lawrence. Thank you guys so much. That is the appropriate response. Is everybody good? I forgot something. I just straight up forgot something, so I just gotta do this. Not supposed to leave the stage empty, but my voice was still happening, so it's fine. I was laughing a lot. This show's very good, yes? Guess what, it's gonna stay good. Because this next comedian is their first time on the show. And you all know what we do here at Put Your Hands Together when somebody's first time on the show, right? Yeah, some of you know. The rest of you who don't know is we give them a huge round of applause, a big warm welcome to the stage. So let's get that started right now. Yes. Yes, exactly. Next comic, if you love them, give it up for Kara Goddard, everybody! Oh my God, look at this, huh? Oh my God, I am jazzed to be here, guys. I really am. I am excited to be here. Uh, I know you're probably looking at me and you're thinking, oh my God, that is the most handsome Jewish man I have ever seen. 
What a beautiful bar mitzvah boy he must have made, huh? Huh? I am excited to be here, though, because you know what? I've had a big year, okay? I really have. I've had a big year, you know? I'm in therapy, too. We got any therapy heads here? Yeah? Yeah? I don't know about you, but 50 minutes a week is not enough! Ah, oh, it's okay. I just burn through the time like really quickly, you know? <laughs> like I always get there the first half, I'm just like catching them up on my week, you know, and just complaining about useless stuff. And then the second half, I like to run my set. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's my time. <laughs> it's my money, <laughs> you know? I don't know. I'm just like avoiding stuff. It's hard. It's just like, ah, uh, you know? I was just like, ah! <laughs> I don't know. Does this look casual? I don't know if this looks casual. I'm just like, does this, like, I'm usually, like, lean on stuff that can't support my weight. <laughs> I'm just like, I keep on falling. Okay. Um, any hoodles? Uh, no, it's, uh, it's been really good. I've learned a lot about myself. I realized that, like, actually who I am, really, deep down, is just, like, basically just, like, a mom at a wedding who's had like a little bit too much to drink, right? <laughs> and she's just like horny to hit the dance floor. You know how moms always get horny to do the cha-cha slide? <laughs> they just like hit the dance floor looking for their victim. There's like, oh, 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 oh. I see, get out here, Thomas. Get out here, you naughty little boy. Come on, let me take you for a little, a spin around in my salad spinner. Oh, probably shouldn't have kids. Um, mm. <laughs> I think I'd be a good mom, though. I do. Like, I think, like, I would definitely be like, very supportive of my kids. Whatever they want to do, just as long as they're not straight. Um, you know? <laughs> Still think I can handle that at this point. I'm going to bring in, what, a little straight white boy into the world? Like, I think we have enough podcasts, okay? <laughs> we got it! Okay. Um... And if it's not a straight white boy, then, like, it's kind of grim, right? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm going to bring a little girl into the world. It's just feeling, for me, it's just feeling a little bit, like, under his eye. Like, for my comfort at this time. <sighs> oh, food for thought, right? <laughs> I, I, I think I mainly couldn't have kids because I just couldn't deal with, like, other parents. <laughs> I'm just not, I can't handle it. Like, I used to work at this very, like, this very bougie kind of, like, outdoor kindergarten, just like very like, la, 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 you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> I, ta, 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 ta. I, don't, I don't even know how I got hired. I don't know anything about the outdoors. I think they just looked at me and they're like, yeah, she looks like she's comfortable around a Patagonia tent. <laughs> huh? Huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, it was fun. Like, I like, I like kids. Like, I like, like, they're funny. I didn't teach them anything at all. <laughs> you know, I would just talk to them. I'm like, what kind of games do you guys play? Like, what's your favorite food? Oh, my God, your backpack looks so expensive. What's your dad do, you know? <laughs> just, well, I don't know. <laughs> but the parents were tough. They were because they were just kind of, they were those people that, you know, they'd come up to you and they're always concerned about something and just be like, hey, hey, I'm Hemingway's mom. Um, <laughs> Monica. Uh, first of all, let me just start off by saying it's probably pretty important for you to know that I was born by cesarean section. <laughs> it's like, what are you <laughs> talking about? Uh, but they did. They got upset about everything. They're just like, I just got really upset. I overheard you calling Hemi honey. And I just think, I just think, you know, given that the bees are vanishing, it's just very cavalier. <laughs> it's just very cavalier. 
can't. I know. I can't. <laughs> oh, man. It's brutal. Yeah, I definitely... I think if I'm being really honest with myself, I'm not ready to have kids for other reasons, too. You know? Like, first of all, I still have roommates, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I live with two 22-year-old boys, which is it's basically just like living with a couple of raccoons, you know? Just, they keep odd hours, you know? One of them didn't have a bed for a long time. It's like, do you want me... You want, like, an old hoodie? I can make you a little nest? Like, I don't know... What's happening here? I also, like, am the type of person that has to nap every single day. Like, m usually multiple times. But, like, if I'm about to dip into my third nap of the day, I like to check in with myself. Like, yeah, right! And, uh, sometimes depression hurts. I think that's what we know. That's what we know. I'm just going to make space for that. Um... I don't know. I, I can't have a baby. I don't even have a car. I live in LA and I don't have a car. Not by choice. Okay, I'm not one of those cool, like, yeah, Uber. Like, no. Like, it's not a choice. I take the bus, which is awful, uh, as you can imagine, in LA. Because people behave terribly on the bus, right? They behave, they awful, awful. Oh, I'm sorry, I just blacked out for a second. Men behave terribly on the bus. <laughs> I'm sorry, I always get that, like, confused. Uh, no, they're just, they're awful. Um, yeah, it, you know, it's just, like, the entitlement that gets to me, usually. It's just, like, one time I had a guy on the bus who just gave me a very dirty look, um, and he also happened to be eating a full rotisserie chicken. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how I'm... <laughs> on the end of this. But I've, I've been fighting because I don't give a fuck, obviously. Uh, so now I just ride the man, I just ride the bus like a man. Um, I can show you really quickly. I usually just like to start, I just kind of like to get into a, just a deep, uh, sorry, I've been stressed before, I just get into a deep little lunge. And, uh, uh, you know, it's like almost at a full split, but I'm just trying to take up as much space as I can. And I just try to get, I just try to get cozy and just really just, just take up as much space as I can, like physically and emotionally. And I just... I really just kind of, I just, and I just spread. And sometimes I'll, like, I'll bring like extra stuff with me to take up more space. Like I might bring like, like a little like shopping bag full of dead leaves or like a rolly suitcase full of garbage. Like whatever I have on hand. And I just, and I just spread out. And it's like at first like it, do, it does feel weird. But people back up. They do. They don't like it. And um, it's fun. It's really fun. Anyway, um, I'm going to go. Thank you so much for coming to my coven. Um, I'm Kara Connors. Have a great night. Thank you. Kara Connors, everybody, let her hear it! I, too, have fought many a person on, uh, is a plane public transportation? <laughs> it feels like it. It feels like it, especially on Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Where you walk up to the bathroom and they're like, uh, did you pay? your taxes <laughs> but I've been uh, flying in middle seats a lot lately that fresh yes thank you for that sympathy uh, empathy sympathy I don't know whatever uh, and people like to sit like this like look when somebody's in the middle seat they get the armrests and more space that's how it works it's a democracy <laughs> this is what we voted on and I've had many people sitting next to me with their legs wide like this. So I just started doing it back to them. <laughs> and then also putting my hands on the legs. 
Because then I have my little, like, do you remember the aliens from Arrival? I just look like that. <laughs> they really don't like that. So I highly recommend just being like, <laughs> and if you hum along with it, they really don't like that. So just give that a shot. All right, well, let's keep the show going. <laughs> I also just want to, uh, uh, Kara mentioned um, Lyft and Uber, and um, friends of the show, fans of the show, whatever, people who listen to the show know how much I like riding in Lyft, right? <laughs> Two people, great. I have an overinflated ego. Uh, I feel good about it. <laughs> I don't know, it's helping me. <laughs> But I don't understand people who get into lifts, especially the back of lifts. I sit in the front. I'm a front seat rider. People are aghast at this. I always ask first, and I ask Vincent D'Onofrio style. Can I sit in the front? <laughs> Bend at the waist. No criminal intent here! Yes. But I don't understand people who get into a lift and just sit in the back. And the lift driver's like, hey, how's your day going? And you're like, how's my day going? What is this, Trader Joe's? <laughs> Mush peasant, take me away! <laughs> like seven years ago, we were like, Craigslist is gonna murder you! And now we're like, who are you, Kevin? Yeah, I'll get in your car. I don't give a shit. You <laughs> can drive me. <laughs> but I've like learned a lot talking to other, it's a human being driving you in your car! Their car, not your car! They, we don't have that service yet! <laughs> I've had full friendships in lifts. It's been fantastic. I've had wonderful experiences in lifts. I've said all of this simply to mention that someone who drove me in their vehicle using the lift service is at this show right now because they had a great time talking to me. So, my point is, we're all like separated from each other. We don't talk to each other. We don't look into each other's eyes. Talk to your lift drivers and then they'll come to your comedy show. And then they'll vote for you when you run for many years it is from now you need a president that doesn't know the date yes you do that is what you need in a president when is it yes gay rights yes let's do it it's been too long i don't know what year it is 2020 fucking let's go well, i thought that would be funnier it's not do you guys want to keep the show going Next comic, also a friend of the show, one of my favorites. Give it up for Chris Martin, everybody! Uh, hello. Hi. I'm British. Um, it's weird. I, d I live here now, though. It's cool. Yeah, I moved to America 18 months ago, just after Brexit. Thought after that, I'm going to go to a country with a much more stable political climate. Just mix things up. Um, uh, no, it's cool. I, uh, I, 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 uh, I'm not short, by the way. Can I just get out of the way early doors? It's weird, but people genuinely often think I'm quite short. Like, they think I'm knocking around like 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, and I'm like 5'11". I'm trying to work out why is that. And then my wife told me the other day, oh, the reason people think you're short uh, is because you've got a small man's face. <laughs> Do you know what's annoying about that? As you guys hadn't heard that phrase till three seconds ago, you all looked at my face and you went, yeah, she is correct. He has, he has got a small man's face, so. 
It's fine. And uh, here's the thing, right? So uh, <laughs> I live like five minutes away, and I've got this this very eccentric landlord. Um, I say eccentric because have you ever um, have you ever found out like somebody thought you had a different name like when it was way too late? Like, like my name is Chris Martin. I have the same name as the guy from Coldplay. It's very tedious. It's kind of, I've heard every joke about it. However, the other day I found out my landlord, and I've I've lived in that apartment down the road for over a year. I found out the other day he thinks my actual first name is Crest. <laughs> so let that sink in for a minute. Like, like so if I met someone and they said, "Hi, my name's Crest," I'd be like, "I think they mean Chris because that's a real name." <laughs> Not a brand of toothpaste. That's my landlord thinks. Thirty-two years ago, John and Kathy Martin looked at their newborn baby and thought, "I want to clean my teeth with that guy." That's what. And the funniest thing is, he said it, and I thought he said it. And I, went, I think he just called me Crest, and I wasn't sure until the next day when he sent me a text and he went, "No worries, Crest." And I was like, "Well, that's in writing, so that's official." <laughs> Funniest thing is, six months earlier, he'd put in a new like directory in our apartment block, and he didn't put my name. He, uh, I didn't think he did. Anyway. He put my wife's name. Her name's Hannah, and he put it as Anna. And I thought, oh, he's made a funny mistake there. In hindsight, he'd absolutely nailed her name compared to my name. <laughs> and then the thing is, now my wife goes, "Well, you got you got to tell Tony next time you see him that's not your real name." And I go, "No, that's that's definitely not allowed. I think we all know the rule. You have one opportunity to tell someone they've got your name wrong." That's when you first meet them. I've met him over a hundred times. I think I now legally have to just change my name to Crest. I think that's going to be much less awkward. Do you really think I'm going to change that guy's mind? He's pretty confident that my name is like this. Is how confident he is of what he thinks my name is. Once a month, I write him a check, signed Chris Martin. He must once a month look at that check and just go, oh, poor Crest can't even spell his own name right. So. Have a, I just, I just adopt, We just adopted a dog. It's quite exciting, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's this. It's this, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. It's good. It's like a, it's a proper LA. Like you know, one of those little. Like not really. It looks like a real dog got hit by lightning on Mario Kart. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like one of those tiny little. And it is. A, and it, the weird, the weirdest thing is, I, I was, I never owned a dog. I was never really into dogs. And I always thought it was weird. People that love their dogs, they like, like licking a dog's face. The dog's just been licking its bum. I think this is all weird. And then my wife's like, let's just let's just foster one for a week and then see what happens. And after like ten minutes, well, like, ah, the guy's pretty cute. And within four hours, I'm licking his face, he's licking my face, I'm licking his bum, he's licking my bum, we're all over the place. You know, you can fo you foster it for a week, and at the end of the week, you decide whether to keep it or not. Like, what kind of a sociopath is returning a cute, like, like it's, it's a dog, not a Casper mattress? Don't send that shit back. Keep it, right? And this is, how I, this is how I explain how I feel from before, uh, like, here's how I changed my life with the dog. Uh, before I owned a dog, I, I watched a movie called John Wick. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie. Just to explain the plot of that film, it is a movie where Keanu Reeves plays a retired hitman, and at the start of the film, somebody shoots his dog. And that, yeah, it's horrible. That causes Keanu Reeves to go on a revenge mission where he kills somewhere in the region of 9,000 people whilst acting terribly. Till he finds the guy that shoots his dog. Now, when I, before I owned a dog, I watched that and I thought, that is the silliest premise for a movie I have ever seen in my life. Now I own a dog. That is the most realistic premise for a movie. If anyone even thinks about laying a hand on little Santiago, I will look for them. I will find them. Act badly and kill them. That's what I'll do.
god, he's I love him so much, man. It's that's, it's great. He is yeah, and he's a pro like and it's funny because when you own a dog, they become an extension of you and you want them to be awesome, even if you don't really know anything about them. You know? I was walking him down the street, had him about a week and someone's like, Is he well behaved? I'm like, Yeah, he's well behaved and he went psycho. It's, turns out he's not well behaved and I look like a liar, so that's a double whammy right there. <laughs> I mean, he's like, this is what I like. This is, I love doing comedy. This is fun. I'm having a fun time. But it's when you know there's a dog waiting for you at home, I just want to get off stage and get back to that dog. Do you know what I mean? That's all I'm thinking about right now. It's all I'm thinking. It's ruined my social life having a dog. I swear to God. Like my friend the other day was like, hey, man, do you want to come out for a few beers after the show? I'm like, nah, I want to go see my dog. Come on, you'll have more fun with us. Well, if you think that's going to be true, then about an hour into drinking, you have to get on your back, go, and let me rub it. Whilst going, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Because that's what I'm into right now. Rubbing a dog's belly is the greatest feeling on earth, isn't it? You know how like people say a sneeze is one sixteenth of an orgasm? Well, an orgasm is one sixteenth of rubbing a dog's belly. <laughs> Try being angry whilst rubbing a dog's belly. It's impossible. Start angry and every rub you do just rubs away the hate. That's all that happens. <laughs> I feel fuzzy inside. Um, Guys, you've been awesome. Uh, that's been my time. Enjoy the last two hours. My name's Chris Martin. Take it easy. Thank you much. Cheers. Chris Martin, everybody, a little bit. We do have two final comics on the show. How do you feel about it? Fantastic. Guess what? Next comic, also a friend of the show, also one of my favorites. Please keep it going for Howard Kramer, everybody. adorable man, you. Courtney Cox from the uh, Bruce Springsteen video. Give it up for us. <laughs> okay, I gotta get this. I gotta do this. Sorry. I could be any villain in the movie Taken. In a windy scene, or else it wouldn't make sense. Why would he have this outfit on? I was walking in, they said I look like the monkey from Aladdin on bath salts. And it's, I'm a little cracked out looking. I know it, because my picture's on the wall in the lobby, and they still wouldn't let me in. Seriously. This just happened like 20 minutes ago. I walked in, hey, I'm on the show, and then they just kind of all like looked at each other, like, there's no way this creep could be on this show. And then I pointed to me, how many places, how many businesses in the world have your picture in the lobby, on the wall, that you could point at? And I did, and they still didn't, it wasn't enough. Showed them my driver's license, wasn't enough. Whose show is it? Ria's. No, who's the producer of the show? They still won't let me in. I looked at the email, the producer is the PYHT team. I should have committed that to memory before I left my place. <laughs> All right, but you know what? They do a great job. Live comedy right here on this spot, across from the side tie, Citadel. <laughs> they keep it going. They keep things upbeat. Give it up for UCB Franklin. <laughs> and Sunset while you're at it. UCB Sunset. UCB Sepulveda over on the west side. Who's doing it? 
Where am I beach in Proverbs? <laughs> well, it's good to see people. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. I get why they would be sketched out. But it doesn't feel good, but I do get it. I live alone. I live alone, very alone. No wife, no kids, no pets, no plants. I'm the only life form up there. I got a yoga ball, sometimes it moves on its own, hits me in the leg. That's the closest I get to companionship. Oh, and then I push it away. Ah, the intimacy, the intimacy is too much to bear. But uh, yeah, I see myself as the creep. If, I, if I'm walking down the sidewalk at night and I see other people coming up the other way, I do cross over, because I'm like, unless I'm smiling, they're just gonna think I'm a you know, serial killer or something like that. Don't, no, it's okay. I told people backstage and they go, hey man, that's your brand. <laughs> go with it, man. It's your brand to protect. But even my mom, like when the career slows, and I go to visit, you should do horror movies. <laughs> I used to do scare tactics, that show. Anybody remember that? Scare tactics. I scared people so bad on there, even after we would tell them it's a prank and everybody's patting them on the back. That was so funny. They still wouldn't look at me. Still wouldn't. I know. I, could, I would be scared too. There's just something about me that's off. It's very off, gang. What's your favorite app? Yes, favorite app. Instagram? Mm, Instagram, is she right, guys? Yeah. Uh, you make money on there? No. Well, what are you doing on there all day? Make some money. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta learn apps, you gotta learn, you know, kids, pets, apps, those are the things that'll get you far. I like Shazam, that's the one for me. Shazam, it's the best, it's still amazing. Somebody said the P one, you know, where you pee, like uh, the movie tells you when to pee. You know what I'm talking about? It just tells you what parts of the movie to pee at. That's just, that's like a blog post. I mean, I respect it. it somebody had to put the work in, but that's not Shazam. Shazam is just, how I'm creepy and I like Shazam. I once shot a man just to shazam his screams. That'd be pretty good if I was the shazam killer, right? True crime is hot, murder is hot. I need to get relevant. I'm the shazam killer. Ooh, you guys made, you guys made murder into entertainment and I'm just following your lead. That is pretty good. I mean, if you had to pitch your serial killer idea, that's a pretty good one. And then he would Shazam it. And then, oh, well, if Shazam was like, I don't know, what I couldn't get it. Then I'd start clubbing him with the phone. Scream in a way that the Shazam could recognize. Uh, so you see why I didn't get in. And... Uh, why it didn't surprise me whatsoever. Is any of this getting on tape? Oh, thank you, that looks pretty good. Thank you very much. That's for YouTube. We put that on tube, we get the traffic, we send it over to IG, she gets a hold of it, boom, she reposts it.
sending all the traffic to myself. Thank you so much. Thank you. You know, YouTube is really great, too. I mean, YouTube, it saved me so much travel. Like, if I'm, like, a little bit curious about a country, I'll watch, like, a walking tour on YouTube. You know what I mean? Then you kind of feel like you saw it, and you go, well, yeah, if I flew all the way over there, dealt with all the travel, all the hassles, by the end of the night when I'm just kind of tired, it's like, this is how I would feel. Like, like I already took it in. For bucket list, I get it. Bucket list, you want to fly, you want to experience, I'm fine with that. But for everything else, YouTube is. <laughs> it really is just as good. <laughs> you don't want to exhaust yourself with all the, what are you, Elon Musk? You're globe trotting. I don't know, but I, I'm tired of that too. I liked him when he made PayPal, right? That's a good app. Make me a good app. Thank you, Elon Musk. Then he did the uh, Tesla. Great car. Um, I've been in one of those. I had a great time. <laughs> then, uh, now it's rockets. I mean, come on. Space is, it's the same damn show night after night. I walk out, I look up, boo, give me something. They, they, nothing, every night. They've yet to produce Critter One. They have nothing. Anything cool that's ever up, happened up there is fictional. I mean, every scene, every scene of Star Wars was shot right down here on Earth. Harrison Ford loves the beach. He smokes weed. He goes to the beach. So we don't need to go to space. Build us something we need, Elon Musk. You know, like I mean, something useful. Um, Suicide for Why don't we have our own suicide forest right here? Why? We got, Japan's got the best suicide forest. We're going to let that stand. Elon Musk, build us a suicide forest. Make it better than Japan's. Nooses already hanging from the tree. Something, some improvement. Uh, not that I, I'm not encouraging. I'm not 13 reasons why. I'm not telling you to kill yourself. I say don't do it. I'll never do it. It's too painful. I'll still be around, guys. I promise you that. Me and DJ Khaled. That guy's not going anywhere. Get used to it. He'll never develop the self-awareness to take his own life. All right. Thank you so much. I have to go. You guys have been great. I'll be, I'll be doing a show outside tomorrow night. All right, everybody. We got one final comic left on their show. Are you ready? <laughs> Next comic, very near and dear to my heart. One of my favorite comedians on the planet. I think y'all love her. Please give a warm welcome to Maria Bamford, everybody. Put your hands together. Put your 
hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, (laughs) Jazos. Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.